0: Notes from Greenalsh, number 177. Turn around. I try to exercise every day for strength and health. Normally, this is beneficial, and I'm thankful I can do it. However, if I don't warm up, fail to use proper form, or overextend myself, I can suffer injury. Thus, physical training can be helpful or harmful depending on my approach. The same is true in life. You can live in a way that benefits you and others, or in a way that hurts you and others. Are you using your time, skills, and resources wisely to promote growth? Or is your approach arresting development, causing atrophy, or even inflicting destruction? Although you may be flourishing physically, mentally, socially, and emotionally, don't neglect your spirit, for it will outlive your body. Real life is far more than being, quote, a good person. It's more than accumulating things, achieving goals, or gaining knowledge, power, and status. Our problem is not pursuing these things. The Bible says our fundamental problem is spiritual. We prioritize these pursuits and serving ourselves above God. The wages of this sin is death to your spirit, which eternally separates you from God and all that is good and right. Fortunately, you don't have to live as an enemy of God and suffer condemned and estranged from Him. You can have spiritual life with God through Jesus, but it will require you to turn from your way and embrace His way. Due to our brokenness from sin, we tend to reverse things in life, which leads to our detriment. Here are some examples of how any one of us Who doesn't trust and obey God is headed in the wrong direction. As you look back over this year, consider how you might have gotten things turned around. Here's the first example. Apart from God, people tend to resist what is good and submit to what is bad. This reversal focuses their perspective on themselves instead of God. Ironically, this weakens them instead of strengthening them. Here's another example. In our postmodern humanistic society, people tend to call good evil and evil good, or they think that morality is subject to their own interpretation. People tend to invest time and resources into what doesn't last, while dismissing or ignoring what is significant or eternal. Apart from God, people worship creation and the work of their hands instead of God, the creator of all. People tend to covet or take more than they give. They may even acknowledge God, but only for what they might get from him instead of genuinely loving him just for who he is. People tend to put themselves before others. They want to be served, praised, or honored, rather than humbly serving. People tend to use people and love things, rather than love people and use things. People tend to use their words to tear down or gossip instead of to build up. People tend to blame others instead of taking personal responsibility. People tend to hold bitter, vengeful grudges instead of forgiving and leaving judgment to God. People tend to huddle in darkness rather than walk openly in the light. If it's advantageous to them, they deceive or cover up instead of transparently speaking truth. People tend to take the easy way of self fulfillment instead of the hard way of self denial. Jesus taught, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Left to ourselves, we, like sheep, stray from what's good and right. We need God's grace and power to turn us from this tendency. Let Jesus, the Good Shepherd, examine you. He can correct your waywardness, heal your infirmities, Restore your potential, provide for your needs, and guide you in the best way. This is the joy of Christmas. Jesus, God the Son, came to earth to save anyone who trusts and obeys him. His call then and now is simple. He said, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Answer his call. Repent means to change your mind to the point that it overturns your actions. Believe means to place your hope, loyalty, trust, and obedience in Jesus. Jesus has brought the presence and power of God and made it available to you to bring about this reversal. You can enter his kingdom by joining his family and coming under his loving authority, protection, and provision. You don't have to fix yourself first. Just give yourself to Jesus and he will turn you around. That's the gospel, the good news. I encourage you to learn from the Bible what God has to say about humankind's lethal tendencies, especially ones you struggle with. Be like David, who understood the value of God's word and his need for it. He wrote in Psalm 119, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Examine your attitude, actions, and motivation. Pray as David did. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Then praise God as he gives you the grace and power to have victory over your old self-centered approach. Jesus came to earth for you. He wants to turn you away from sin and toward Him. This is an awesome, ongoing, ever-growing process as you come to know God and grow in love for Him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one else can save and restore you. Change direction to follow Him and you will enjoy His divine peace, purpose, life and love, now and forever.